0: welcome back everybody to an episode of geek and destroy my name is chris
1: hi everybody my name is dubs
0: i just <laughs> tried to do that completely unplanned i was right off the <laughs> no, road that's pretty good thank that was you pretty good. That was pretty good um maybe maybe that sticks
1: around i don't know yeah we'll see we'll uh see. how you doing Doing pretty good i think i'm pretty good i think i'm good it's almost the weekend so yeah i guess i'm good i guess it I'm is good. my weekend you're off tomorrow because i have tomorrow off it's st patrick's day as you know. Mm.
0: And uh, I celebrate privately. No, it's uh, my fiance's birthday as well. Oh, yes, yes. That is also very important. So the number one thing I wanted to talk about on our list today, uh, I wrote down birthday tour. I'm so interested by this. There is a thing that I tried to do last year with mild success Mm -hmm. that I set up to be better this next year. But my fiance also said... I would like to do this too. So she set herself up for success to do this this year. Okay. You may be aware that there are a lot of places that will give you something for free on your birthday. Oh yes, like oh, yes. free fries or at mo's. mo's get your burrito, you get a free burrito. Starbucks. You
1: get a drink. I think or a pastry. There uh, are many
0: websites that catalog all of these places, ooh. and we have explored all of these websites. Okay. And signed up for all of the rewards programs. And put in her birthday for all of them. So, we are going to be taking a tour all day <laughs> around a very large area <laughs> to hit all these spots. Okay. Starting with free Starbucks. Okay. Any drink, literally any drink. If it's liquid, it's free. <laughs> so, oh, you could get a venti fucking loaded with caramel with a shot and all this other stuff in it so we're getting that uh i forget exactly what we're getting for breakfast um but we will be getting a free sub from jersey mike's a Ooh. free burrito from moe's oh free guac or queso and chips from chipotle okay free six wings from buffalo wild wings <gasps> a free blizzard from dairy queen mm-hmm. a free product uh from sephora and ulta so she could mm-hmm. get some makeup. Mm-hmm. I did get a free beauty product from Ulta on yeah. my birthday because that was one that you could sign up in the app and they let you get it right then. Um, uh, I'm trying to convince her to drive down to Mohegan Sun so we can get a free Cream? dozen donuts at Krispy Kreme. Oh, Cream.
1: that's worth it. It's
0: a dozen donuts. It's and she's like, that's not worth it. And I was like, have you had Krispy Kreme? And Fresh. she said, no. <laughs> so I was like, please let me drive you down. Krispy down. <laughs> I will drive in my car. Yeah, because
1: she's never had fresh Krispy Kreme. While you're there, you should hit peps. I think you get something for peps, too. I remember What's that. What's peps? Uh, Frank. Oh, Frank Pepe's? Yeah. Interesting. Maybe.
0: I don't know. but She never had peps. That, that's not near Mohegan, right? Yeah, they, they have a New restaurant.
1: Haven. No, they have a restaurant there.
0: Oh, in Mohegan.
1: I know, because I went there and i bachelor party. Interesting. Cool. <laughs> After we left the club. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> So how yeah, we're taking this
0: uh, birthday tour tomorrow. We both took the whole day off just so we could drive.
1: That's fantastic. All around Ugh. and just hit
0: up all the places. That's so. We're nice. getting so much food that I'm going to be eating half of it.
1: <laughs> but we're going to go
0: to all these places. You can also store it and just have it for leftovers yeah. too. That's <laughs> fantastic. Like, and there are so many places that we're like not we're not going to. There's a lot of places where you get like free side with a thing. Red Robin, you get a free uh, you get a free burger. I think I think f- you get a free, free burger, burger at Red Robin. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of places that are buy one, get one. So like Cold Stone Creamery is buy any ice cream and get an equal or lesser ice cream. So we could get like a large custom ice cream and get a free large custom ice cream. But we're trying to spend $0 besides all the gas <laughs> that I'm going to be spending to drive around. Costco but
1: gas, baby. That's easy fill up. That's easy fill up. That's Costco a gas. That's $30 fill up. That's yeah. it. Um, yeah. So that should be a fun time. Have you ever done something like that? Um, I've never made a day out of it, but I definitely do it every birthday. Yeah. I make sure I drive past some place that I get a little goody goody. Yeah. Um And it's so fun. It's so nice. I'm sitting there, I'm eating a free cookie, drinking a free drink, yeah. after I just had a free lunch, and I feel great. And I'm just thinking, wow, this is so nice. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just like this weird joy. The world, the world of capitalism makes your birthday a little special. <laughs> yeah, that's really what it is. It's just, hey, the stars are aligning for me on this day, and that's really nice to see that. And I think it's it's important we keep the magic alive for our birthdays. Wow. I love that. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of the
0: vibe. That's the point. Um I uh, came up with this like a week before my birthday last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we did the same thing. Her, me, her, and my sister drove around all day. But, like, a lot of them is like, oh, it's a coupon that you need in the app. And you need to input your birthday, like, at least a month before your birthday or something like oh, that. Oh, that's so lame when they so, do that. So, she did that a while ago. So, we're, like, locked and loaded. We're ready to go. Um, I did see, when I was searching for all these places, there are some guides. And there are some, the frugal subreddit. Uh, they say, spread out your birthdays. Like, enter a bunch of fake birthdays like Ugh. the first of every month is a birthday so in march you get jersey Mike's,
1: in february you get mo's oh <laughs> that's smart yeah that's a nice way to spread out like vacation time yeah. you know it's just a nice way to get little wins yeah yeah exactly or you
0: just like <laughs> plan out the next year and you just put them all on saturdays like every saturday you go get get a free thing um that's cool yeah it's interesting right that's a very interesting. So my, this is my PSA to everybody. Obviously, all the places I mentioned go there because they're all good places. Like all the places we cut out are like, eh, we don't really need that. Like what? Give me an Ah, uh, Well, Dunkin' Donuts doesn't do it anymore, which is a bummer to find oh, out. They don't?
1: Yeah. I think Popeye's does something, but she's like, I'm good. I don't want to go to Popeye's. I think <laughs> um, Dunkin' knows they don't need to. Dunkin' is bulletproof. <laughs> Duncan
0: is fucking bulletproof I think we've talked about this they like changed their whole Rewards system they got rid of the birthday thing That's when they did it is when they rolled over to a new rewards Thing and they like made it way harder to get Stuff but they also made it so there's like Daily deals or weekly deals yeah there's more
1: Weekly deals that I see which Which are fine Yeah and I
0: take advantage of a lot of them and it's like free bagel with a large coffee. And I was like,
1: I was here to get a large coffee. So sure. Now I get a yeah, free bagel. Now I get a free bagel. Yeah. Well, um, for me, it's usually, oh, I was going to get a coffee anyways on a Saturday, but, uh, turns out I can get a cold brew medium for two. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. why not? So, uh, yeah, but, um,
0: my, 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 PSA is go sign up for all your favorite places, sign up for the stupid free rewards thing, immediately turn off email subscriptions, and then make sure your birthday is entered. Cause a lot of them don't ask for your birthday. Mm. Um, Cause there's probably very little reason for them to get your birthday. Although maybe they could see like the demographics of like, Oh, most of our people are in their twenties
1: and thirties. It's just a way to get like your ass in the door.
0: Yeah. That's but then it. it's just
1: Butts and to here. get the, the
0: free thing.
1: What is your favorite birthday meal to have? What? Like, uh, like it's my birthday. Let's go out for dinner. Like you don't have to, it doesn't have to be go out, but like when you think I need to have the meal that will make my day complete, what meal is it? For your birthday. So specifically for my birthday,
0: in my childhood, it used to be a little restaurant called Bugaboo Creek. Did you Mm -hmm. ever go there? Never heard of it. I don't really know what the vibe of it was. Bugaboo (laughs) Creek. Bugaboo (laughs) Creek. Do you know what a bugaboo is? No. I don't either. I I looked it up once. (laughs) Okay. It's basically, the vibe is like, (laughs) it was in the plaza in Manchester. They used to have the Toys R Us in it now has like the giant fabrics and the uh the noodles and company trader joe's oh yeah, yeah. The noodles big, and co yeah yeah, yeah and okay. noodles and co. Yep, yep. there's a five guys in there now i think it used to be like where that building is where noodles and co and five guys is nobody okay. who's listening knows what i'm talking about no, but I'm fine. I'm uh fine. It used to be that's where bugaboo creek used to be right in there uh right across from hooters <laughs> um and you step in the door And you're in Montana, is essentially what the vibe was. So mountains, ranges, open blue skies. Cabin, cottage, like ski resort vibes, mounted stuffed animal heads on the wall, and like a bear pelt on the wall near the back. So a Cabela's restaurant. Like a Cabela's restaurant, essentially. But it was like a steakhouse burger place. They had like French onion soup and like just a bunch of cozy, I don't know, rustic... Cracker Barrel wilderness meal yeah Cracker Barrelish, ish yeah yeah exactly. biscuits gravy uh no it was steak. more like savory like rich stuff like soup and steak and beans and I used to really like mac and cheese <laughs> like I used to get like bacon mac and cheese anyway that's where I used to like to go as a kid but then it closed down and I used to like to go to hibachi so oh, like a sushi or always hibachi good always good for your birthday you know and then it's always uh, good.
1: You never have a like, oh, that was a sh- really shitty time to go choose some hibachi. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Oh, man. The hibachi didn't slap this time. Yeah. No, it always does. It always. It's slaps. always mediocre noodles and chicken with the sauces and a show. You go there for the show, yeah. right? Um, and then for a big chunk of time, my uh, my mom used to buy this sauce at Costco, which was Mr. Yoshida's teriyaki sauce.
1: Oh, you mean the, the one with the handle? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the jug of teriyaki sauce. The gallon. And yeah. she
0: just converted a bunch of her famous recipes into teriyaki versions of the recipes, and they were all my favorite thing in the world. Mm-hmm. So teriyaki New York strip, uh, teriyaki beef stew, teriyaki meatloaf, uh, and they were all so 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 good. So I'd literally just say, "Give me a teriyaki beef something, beef New York strip, beef stew, b- meatloaf, something like that, meatballs." Just, I want to come over for my teriyaki dinner.
1: <laughs> you know, the Yoshida's grilled steak. Yeah. Marinate it for like two days. Oh, and it's caramelizing on the outside. It and, sure is, oh, bud. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really, <laughs> really good. Oh, yeah. That's, so that was... That, that tastes like summer to me.
0: It, yeah, 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 yeah. It was the summer. I mean, my birthday's in October, but like we would have it more often in the summer, especially the steak. Yeah. Uh, the stew would be in the winter and the meatloaf would be like, I don't know, whenever, kind of. But um, that's what I would ask for. And then... Uh my my good friend introduced me to a place called Jake Gilbert's a couple of years ago and that's all I want to go that's the only place I want to go now but I think it's too expensive. I think Is it? my I uh, convinced my parents to go because it was my 30th birthday. But I don't think that's going to be an every year deal.
1: Um once, once a me, year? You do they don't they think you it's okay for, for you don't think it's okay for once a year? I don't know there's 6 of us now. And Well, if you go with 6 people that bill is going to be high, but still once a year, you don't think so? I don't know. I go at least once a year. Yeah. I do. I want to go at least once a year. I find a reason to go once a year. <laughs> yeah. I usually, at least once. I, I'll be honest, it's usually three to four times a year I go.
0: Damn. Yeah. That's
1: awesome. <laughs> I love that for you. Well, thankfully, I only go to celebrate something. Yeah so hey oh, yeah, i like that you have three to four things a year to celebrate that's, that's great. what i'm saying that's a good thing it's a good that puts things into perspective hey this is my third time here this year this feels great <laughs> i've done so good yeah things are going so well for me and the people in my life this is great yeah fuck yeah so uh so yeah that's that's where i'm at now okay. but
0: maybe i'll revert back to the yoshida although they don't sell yoshida at costco anymore i don't they think they don't i don't think so
1: not at this one but they us. sell
0: they sell the bachan the the japanese barbecue sauce that might be a good good try it could work i can see that working it could work it's different but it's it's not as
1: sweet but no 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 no. it's more soy
0: yeah than it is sweet um what's what's your birthday go-to
1: uh there's a it's just a classic big uh lunch dinner of uh pasta red sauce uh uh meatballs sausage garlic bread just (laughs) Yeah. Fresh parm at home. Yeah. That's it. It's just, and it's heaping. It's like five (laughs) to eight pounds of pasta. It's gross. (laughs) It's just, it's a sickening, (laughs) sickening amount. It's just a sickening amount. You have it and your body just overloaded and doesn't know what to do. That's nice. What's brujol? Brujol is like, uh, you take essentially, uh, like, like, um, thin layers of, of meat. Yeah. Thin layers of beef. And you roll it up with uh, like herb seasonings and uh, like parsley and you roll it up and then you put some toothpicks in between them. So they stay, at least this is how my family always did tubular? Yeah. So it stays like a tube. You throw it in the sauce and it cooks in the sauce. Oh, okay. Very good. And eventually after you cook all the meats, like the sausages and everything else uh, and the meatballs, then you throw those in the sauce and the sauce is like a five, six hour thing. Hell yeah! Yeah. Then you have you know eight pounds of pasta. <laughs> you put your pasta in the in the bowl. You, How do you have... cook all that in like a big lobster pot or something. You have a a pasta bowl.
0: Okay. You've That's seen a pasta bowl, right? Yeah, but you cook
1: it in that. No, or no, Or you cook no, no, batches,
0: no. and you just keep.
1: Putting oh more no, batches? no, no, no! You cook it in a you cook it in a pot, like a big pot, big pot, big pot. You have two big pots. You have a sauce pot, and you got a pasta pot. Got it. And then when it's time, you mix the both of them in the pasta bowl. and The pasta bowl goes on the table. You pre-mix all the sauce and the pasta in your house you're not a pasta on the plate and then sauce on top of the pasta no because you got to let this the starches mix to thicken it up all right interesting all right yeah cool so everything goes in the pasta goes in the bowl first then all the sauce goes in on top and you kind of spin it around okay kinda, yeah, yeah
0: yeah yeah great there's a uh, there's a very long debate in my family over do we put the spaghetti clean on the on the plate and then put the sauce on top of the spaghetti no, no, Or do no, we mix it all not.
1: in the pot and then put it on it's the it's too watery when you do that you got to mix it you got to let it settle and mix and you got to let the starches from the pasta kind of help emulsify more of that sauce and the liquidy part of the sauce and then it gets thicker and then it adheres better to the pasta itself interesting
0: the uh the fans of mixing in my household don't even do it for that reason they do it to like lube up the pasta because the pasta can get kind of sticky after a little while,
1: no, 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 no. But I say put some olive oil or butter in the pasta, and then you're good. Oh, you want you want to know the secret here? Yes. You know what you do? Yes. If you really want to be a savage, you take <laughs> a uh, you take a you have your big pot. Yeah. Your pasta is ready to go. Yeah. You have a big pot of sauce. You take a pan. Okay. Like, like a like a non-stick pan yeah. or just a pan that you use to cook like eggs. Yeah. Right. You put two ladles of sauce. In that pan, yeah. You heat that up, yeah. You heat that up, and just as it starts to like get bubbly, Bubble. you turn it down a little bit. You take some, uh, you take like a, you take a, a bit of pasta water. You put yeah. it in the sauce. You shake it around. You yeah. let it. You let it kind of reduce a bit. You put in your pasta, and then you put in some sticks, some knobs of butter. <laughs> okay. And you let that melt, and you keep stirring, and you keep stirring. Yeah. You finish it off with like a pinch of salt and some fresh cheese, and you put it on a plate. Okay. Wow. There you go. That's that's if you're a savage. <laughs> Which I aspire to be. So that, <laughs> you're that a fucking savage. That's how, you, that's how you do it. Yeah, That's
0: how you do it. Oh. Oh, birthdays are so fun. <sighs> yeah, I love for her. my birthday
1: and I love other people's birthday.
0: Because there's something about just making one person's day so special. That's just so nice.
1: That's nice. I don't like my birthdays. Um, <laughs> because I'm a lot older than you. So each year is now just closer to death. So I don't enjoy my birthdays the same way yeah but i do like it as an excuse to take advantage of stuff like like oh birthday programs and i get to do that yeah but there is a melancholy to it at my age range sure when you get there you'll know what i'm talking about but (laughs) okay (laughs) i don't think i will okay good good i hope not (laughs) i I think i'll get there keep the joy keep the joy yeah yeah i mean i
0: <laughs> i think i told you about this last one i told my i told my family i told everybody i was like hey everybody all i want to do this year i just want to go to jay gilbert's it's really good i think y'all love it and uh first response my dad bless his heart i love him was like i don't know that's kind of expensive <laughs> and i was like but it's my birthday <laughs> you can't say no <laughs> But they all liked it, right? Yeah, they loved it. And they're like, I don't know about this in the future. Really? Yeah, but my sister wants to go. So if my parents don't take her, I'll take her. Is it so. just because
1: it was so expensive?
0: Yeah, it was just like like when we used to go out for hibachi. That's like, what, $20 a head? More than that. Ah, the meal like is like 15 bucks. 18 and then you get a soda or something. It's like 35 bucks, Maybe. But around that. Jay Gills is easily like 50 60 bucks
1: 60 a head. So... Not but including only the appetizers, and appetizers and save the drinks. Yeah, you know. save up. That's why you go all out when you go, because it's not common. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Remember, we went when you and I went. It was a no holds barred. It sure and fucking was. That experience was a. <laughs> and I, experience. I still can't
0: thank you enough that you paid for that. <laughs> that was you celebrating uh, a, new, a job. new big boy job.
1: <laughs> that, I got a new big boy job, which was nice. So
0: you you covered the bill,
1: but it was also just. Just, it was one of those when you have that. Like, I don't go out, you know, that I never go out. I literally don't go out. Uh, So, when I go on vacation, which is usually once a year, I have the joy of knowing, oh, I can, I'm not worried about spending because I never spend money all year. Yeah. So, now that I have an opportunity to spend money, I'm just going to spend money. And the freedom you have on vacation when you have that ability. Of just, yeah, whatever, let's go. Oh, that's a nice place you heard. Let's go. What is it? Like X amount of dollars, that's a lot. But hey, vacation time, baby. Yeah. I don't spend money. It's I spend money once a year. It's gonna be on this. Let's go. It's a different experience. Yeah. You know, imagine going to places and you and you don't even consider the impact because you've saved up for it. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what it is. I like that. You just gotta be like me and be a hermit. Don't don't get <laughs> don't get dunkin' donuts Monday through Friday. Yeah. You don't get snacky poos from McDonald's. You don't do any of that shit. You just you eat only from your grocery shopping once a week. You just meal prep everything. You only drink water. You have only like one thing of coffee a day. You just bare minimum. Bare minimum. That's it. And that's where you save up. And then it's Jay Gills. <laughs> you know what I mean? Then you go to Jay Gills. You're like, no, no, no. We're getting bottles. Let's go, baby. We're getting bottles. <laughs> you can treat yourself. Yeah. That's how that works. Yeah. That's how that works. I was having that discussion with one of my friends who was like, oh, yeah, well, blah, blah, like, well, blah, 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 because you make so much money. And he was saying as a joke because he makes more money than I do. I was like, I don't make more money. I just don't spend money like you do. <laughs> You have steak four times a week. (laughs) You have, you know... (laughs) yeah, savage. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You have steak four times a week. You go out to eat three times a week. You know what I mean? Like, you're spending money at a level that I fucking don't. That's the difference. It's... That adds up crazy fast yes yeah i was like dude i buy twenty dollars worth of chicken that can last from costco that can last me two weeks for meal prep (laughs) all right like i can get a six pack can of six pack six can pack of sardines from costco for 10 bucks and that can last me a week for meals yeah like get the fuck out of here (laughs) i spend 24 bucks on what like 20 pounds of rice and that lasts me three months yeah like you're savage. I was like, we just live different. We just spend differently on a weekly basis. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. It's uh, for anybody thinking that they can live
0: your lifestyle. We just had a conversation downstairs <laughs> about how you've made, I think, four of us, four of your friends throw up from working out with you once. <laughs> four. Uh, at least three of us. At least. He almost killed one of us of. with a heart attack. <laughs> A couple people have just refused to go on, just stopped, full stopped. Yeah. And uh, a a couple of us literally vomiting. (laughs) So, (laughs) and that's us trying to have a taste of of your lifestyle. (laughs) So it's possible, clearly, because you do it. But it's a, uh, there's a learning curve there. There's, you really have to condition the body, the body and
1: the mind. There's just, there's just, there's a learning curve getting into it. Yeah. But that's all I'm saying. It's just, you can have that life of a Jay Gills once a year, is all I'm saying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Three to four times a year. Yeah, you, yeah there celebrate. you go. Exactly. Damn. Again, stop going out. Yeah. Done. <laughs> Easy. Got it. Thank you. How, How do, do you go so out cured? per week? Do you like to I was, actually go out? I was a lot? trying to
0: think of that. I think we get,
1: I mean, when we go out, it's Chipotle
0: then that's it but do
1: you go out monday through friday snacks not, drinks not five times no but, but do you go out monday through friday for and you pick up like snacks or drinks snacks whether,
0: or drinks
1: yeah like we get Do you get chipotle? a coffee
0: nah, not really anymore okay i did for a little bit but like i've mostly stopped
1: for the last few months okay
0: we go to chipotle like twice a week probably on what? average monday through friday yeah sometimes okay maybe saturdays because
1: weekends is fair game because weekends is just you got no schedule you can do whatever sure weekends yeah monday through friday is where it's important if you work monday through friday
0: yeah i think weekends if i'm hanging out with people we'll get something we'll get delivery or we'll go out somewhere if i'm at my parents i'm not paying for food but they fucking fill me with food Mm -hmm. so uh, i feel gross after leaving my parents but we go out it's really mostly Chipotle. Like, I really don't think we go out anywhere else. Maybe sometimes sushi. You're still not tired of it? I mean, I get tired of it
1: more than her, but they just came out with a new chicken. They have chicken al pastor, and it's pretty good. I have not been to Chipotle <laughs> since my Yelp review of Chipotle, <laughs> which is forever eternalized on some
0: episode of this podcast. I think, yeah, yeah. Um, I think if you find the one with Chipotle in the name. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was the majority of an episode as he ranting about your Chipotle experience. My my deal-breaking Chipotle experience. Yeah, you have not gotten Chipotle. It's been months, if not at least a year. It's been a year. Yeah. It's been a, this was
0: during COVID. <laughs> and I've gotten Chipotle probably over a hundred times yeah. since that time. <laughs> like no joke. Ah oh, shit i probably actually have cut chipotle over 100 times i had chipotle yesterday <laughs> nothing wrong with that it's so good and it's not that bad for
1: you like out of all it's, the fast it's food really places, not it's really it's not
0: rice chicken beans and tortilla if you could skip the tortilla skip the cheese maybe but
1: cheese is protein and
0: fat yeah uh not anyway we uh are you caught up on mando i should have asked you before <sighs> i watched episode two okay so you saw the thing that i was
1: dying to talk holy to you shit about. yeah right. holy shit yes <laughs> so let's talk about that i did not get to watch episode three hockey was early last night so yeah, yeah, yeah i didn't have time so uh episode two uh we can talk about episode
0: one and two now episode one spoiler alert spoiler alert for episode one and two of the mandalorian season three uh episode one they go back to uh grief karga they want to get a droid he needs to go explore the mines of Mandalore so he could bathe in the, the living waters so he can become a true Mandalorian again needs to get a droid so he can explore the surface blah 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 couldn't get it whatever couldn't make it so I was thinking in my head I was like alright here we go this is how the Mandalorian works it's a side quest a side quest a side quest a side quest and then gets to his thing it's like a video game or like Dungeons and Dragons yeah. of like you want to get from A to B but there's so many little pit stops along the way nope episode two he makes it yeah <laughs> <laughs> goes goes to talk to Pelly, gets R four, uh, goes to uh, goes to Mandalore, uh, fights those uh, beefy alien monsters, goes down inside. I like could not believe we were seeing it so quickly, and you could like see the architecture of like the that you saw in the Clone Wars, except it was all blown up and stuff like that. So it was really cool. And then there was that creepy alien robot eyeball monster that it fought, uh, like the scorpion robot thing. That was pretty cool. Grogu can hold his own now <laughs> and his little egg pod, uh flying back to the ship, getting Bo Katan. Bo Katan comes in, wields the darksaber, fucks some shit up. It was so freaking cool, and then takes him to the uh to the living waters. She's like, Yeah, I know the waters. I know the ones you're talking about. I know I
1: know the fucking way.
0: Yeah. Uh, sarcastically reads the the legend. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, apparently a mythosaur was here." Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "They're not going to do this this season, are they?" Because like in the previously on the Mandalorian, like someone mentioned that. Like uh, I think they showed like Kuil, like the little uh, ugnat from like episode one. Is like you are a Mandalorian. You used to ride the mythosaur and stuff like that. That was on the previously on. I was like, "That was an interesting reference." And then she says, "Oh, and there used to be a mythosaur." I was like. They're really going to do this at some point this season, huh? Nope, 5 minutes later, <laughs> there it is. And I was like, "Holy shit." Um, I fully geeked out. Yeah. Like, I gasped and like grabbed my couch. And uh, my fiance was like, "What? what is that? What was that? I was like, that was a mythosaur. And she was like, what's a mythosaur? <laughs> and I was like, do you know the thing? It's on the Boba Fett's armor that, and yeah. it has the horns yeah. and the teeth. <laughs> I was like, that's a mythosaur. We've yeah. never really seen one. Yeah. <laughs> there was, like, one in a comic book. And there was one in, like, the Star Wars Holiday Special, like, animated. It was, like, animated Boba Fett writing one.
1: I just thought it was funny that he just... Was talking and walking in the water. And then he's like, boop. And, <laughs> right down. and I was like, oh, he probably... I, I thought he got grabbed. Yeah. And then I realized, oh, he I slipped. I thought he did too. Yeah, no, he slipped. <laughs> he literally just, just slipped. <laughs> just dropped. And then... And uh, he's wearing heavy-ass armor, so I guess Beskar, like, yeah. heavy
0: armor. Dropped to the bottom like a stone. She gets him out of there, which is super cool that the jetpacks work underwater. Yeah. And then just Mythosar looking right in her face. I was like... Holy shit. Like we're gonna see someone, probably her, riding a mythosaur. Have you seen episode marching. three? I have seen episode three. Okay.
1: Yeah. Do you like it more than episode two?
0: Uh no. Ooh, episode three was great. Okay. It, it was different. Okay. It took a little pit stop. Episode uh, three was side like a, a side quest. quest. Side story. It was a side story. Not even a side quest. It was m-
1: more than that. It was a side story. Side story's good. Side story gives more character. Side quest is just like monotonous shit. Yeah. It's... It was interesting. There
0: the People listening here have, have seen episode three. It it was definitely good for world building. And mm. like building towards the story of the season. Which we still don't really know. Like...
1: Well, we so know man, an- it's... It's um, Din getting... Regaining his Mandalorian status in his rightful place with his dark saber. Exactly. And then
0: he bathes in the waters
1: the yeah. living waters in the and episode. episode two so
0: it's like well now what and episode three kind of sets that up okay um and then still kind of i'm continues i'm gonna be honest
1: i am more interested in uh in bo-katan's story i'm into it i'm like more so, than din yeah at this point and i
0: think episode three will further that okay. for you okay, um good yeah she's awesome Like, the fact that she just picked up the Darksaber, wielded it so much better than him because she's, like, comfortable with it. She knows it probably should belong to her. Yep. Um, Wrecks house with it and then gives it back to him. Well, she follows... Because she follows the Creed. Yep. And then helps him, saves him. Uh, Technically, she
1: bathes in the water by going in to help
0: him. Exactly. Right. So, what are the implications there? Um, So, yeah, it's...
1: uh, (laughs) I liked how... I did like how she was just... So so exasperated about the whole thing just uh, all right, you know, he's give you so, your bath <laughs> yeah go do your bath and he goes I grant myself like and he's like walking through talking she's just rolling her eyes in the background and she's yeah like, get it over with i think when he was giving he was
0: doing the creed she kind of looked on like all right yeah you do your thing man you think so good for you yeah i i kind of picked up some like mutual respect respect there of
1: like you know what this is your thing and i'm happy you, you made it the the okay so that the oh i'm i'm like good for you i took it as good for you you believe in this shit still <laughs> keep doing your thing have fun in your water sure maybe that's to me that's what it felt like. yeah yeah i'll find out when i watch episode three this week exactly um but yeah it's cool
0: i'm i'm into it there's uh I still don't really know where the season is going to go, but it's it's interesting. I'm into it. Grogu's amazing. Mando's amazing. The, I I, the dog fights so far are amazing.
1: Dog fights are cool. What I think is really cool is that it's no longer so much about Grogu being the high value target. Yeah. It's finally just no, they're just on an adventure. Yeah. That's it. And it's just now we're doing this, now we're doing that, now we're doing this. Yeah. It's it's not so much just, oh, where's the kid? Oh, I got to look after the kid. I got to go rescue the kid. Oh, no, but the kid. Oh, but they have the kid. Oh, but now I got the kid. Oh, but they're hunting for the kid. Oh, no, they're killing. Like, it's just finally that's done. Yeah. We're going on with the story now. He's less of cargo now, and he's more like sidekick. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yes.
0: And it feels really good for that. Exactly. But that's also growth. Like, it feels so good because we watched that like growth happened and yeah. like he's he's like earned that status yeah I guess. especially the whole luke thing when luke yeah. gave him the choice yeah. yeah which was really cool there was did you like how episode one was kind of like in case you didn't watch boba fett <laughs> this is kind of where we're at like there was the previously on and then the whole episode one was basically just like nothing really moved forward past the book of boba fett like okay we, yeah we knew he needed to go to the waters okay yeah sure grief karga is like more powerful than he was before okay yeah sure and he's got grogu back okay yeah sure and like it just it was it was kind of a step backwards it was like one step backwards two step forwards the yeah. episode one for me um yeah, it's good i had to the cinematography is so great i think in episode Two, when he first goes to talk to Bo-Katan, and it was raining outside, and he walks in, and he's got that chrome helmet, but it's like covered in raindrops. That looks so cool for me
1: for some reason. Like they like, it was great. I also really liked the uh in episode one. I think it was one. Um, it still had that little Wild Wild West style attitude to it. Yeah, especially in the shootout. Yeah. There was yeah it's with the gun shootout
0: for sure. Like literally, a guy moves his yeah his hand back. And he's
1: leaning against the wall and he takes his hand off the wall and he puts <laughs> his hand on his hip. Yeah, just that wild, wild west kind of feel. Love it. Which is very much what the whole purpose of Moss Eisley was in in a New Hope, right? Yeah, that was the whole idea. This, this is, is a wild, wild west. Town. Yeah, yeah. This is a saloon town on the outer rim. Yeah, you know, crime runs rampant. Yeah. Oh man, so good. Every man for himself. It really
0: is like Star Wars is a Western meets like samurai meets sci-fi like that's kind of the vibe like jedi
1: are like samurai it's a bit medieval sure way too you know like there's royalty there's kingdoms there's princes there's princes and princesses there's rulers there's dictators there's yeah there's economies and trade that's so cool trade routes it really is like especially in the last few years like
0: it, they've explored so many different genres, like with Andor too. Like Andor is like
1: political espionage mm-hmm. and like, <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Star Wars is good recently. Kind of worried about everything you've been sending me. What? All the Marvel stuff and Star Wars stuff.
0: Oh yeah. So uh, oh yeah, we should talk about that. Rogue Squadron officially got canned. Very sad. Hopefully delayed. I think it was canned. I think they said it was canceled and then what was the other one was it ryan johnson's trilogy officially got canceled
1: now i think only taika's
0: is up and running yeah so that's a bummer because <laughs> i was really looking forward to taika's but I, like when he goes off and does his own thing like jojo rabbit what we do in the shadows stuff like that 10 out of 10 when he meddles with, meddles is a strong word, but when he when he gets his hands into, like, an existing IP, it's really hit or miss. Um, I think Thor Ragnarok, awesome. Uh, the episodes he directed of The Mandalorian, awesome. Uh, Thor Love and Thunder, not very awesome. <laughs> and then...
1: I still didn't hate it. It was just a little bit too Taika. It was too it yeah, was too, too much Taika. taika it was I too thought. much unleashed Taika. Yeah. That's all it was. But like the season one finale of The
0: Mandalorian was Taika. That's where IG-11 puts Grogu in his little knapsack and rides in on a speeder bike and just wrecks house and, <laughs> and then heals uh, Mando. He has to take off his helmet to give him the healing spray and then sacrifices himself and stuff like that. And then <laughs> Mando flying attached to the back of a TIE fighter and all that stuff. Like that was some good stuff. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. He's just uh, there's he's a too balance between now.
1: there's a balance between humor and heart with yeah. Taika's stuff, and he like to your point, he'll sometimes teeter too far into the humor, yeah, and he'll miss some of the because the the heartfelt scenes in Thor in um in Love and Thunder, those were really emotional scenes, yeah, you know, th- those were very well done. It was just done right off of like like um in the final fight scene. Mm-hmm. Right? It was such a weird balance of heart and humor because you had the humor of the kids. Yeah. And then you had the seriousness of this of the of the fight and and, and she's dying and then he dies and then there's the kid and like love and yeah. So th- like that is just so sometimes it's too extreme of a switch. Yeah. And that's when it feels like uh, what? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what? It's jarring. But, yes. The scene you just talked about at the end of that first episode was a lot of heart. Yeah, yeah. With, like, a splash of humor right like ig shows up I'm like ha, it's the droid and the droid like breaks the guy's arm it's <laughs> yeah. like oh geez and then he's like let go of the baby <laughs> the baby i'm here to protect the baby give me the baby and it's just he it away and then it's all heart right yeah, so there exactly. was a little
0: splash of the humor and then it was lots of heart a guy whose army breaks by the way is jason sudeikis from sn is it really <laughs> yeah the one who like punches grogu to get him to shut up in yeah. the bag that's, yeah. <laughs> jason sudeikis oh that's SNOM. awesome ted lasso that's awesome yeah um Yeah, it's interesting. So, like, he has a Star Wars project, a movie. uh, We don't know what it's about. Yeah, we don't know what it's about. We saw that logo of it a while ago. We saw the font, and it looked like like prehistoric, like, stone carvings that said Star Wars or something like that, which, like, who knows
1: what vibe that is. That makes me think of Kessel. It makes me think of Mara Jade. It makes me think of Mm. a lot of the books. Yeah, like a retro, like
0: some of the early extended universe stuff.
1: Yeah, but I'm pretty sure a lot of people are over the Skywalker Saga stuff. So, it wouldn't be Mara Jade. I don't think it would be a lot of Kessel stuff. um, Because you really only hear about the Kessel run with uh, the smugglers and Han and uh, uh, Lando and the Huts. Yeah, exactly. I feel there's going to be more... I don't know. I feel like it can't be too far off center, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. It needs to be... Relatable
0: and, like, understandable and marketable. But I think people want something new. I want... I mean, we have some new stuff coming. We have Star Wars Acolyte, which Mm -hmm. I'm still super excited for. That's going to be cool. Exploring the dark side. And it's, like, 100 years before episode one. Mm -hmm. Cool. That's, like, a new time that we haven't seen on screen before. Um, We have a. That's a movie, right? Uh, Acolyte is going to be a TV show. Oh, okay. Which I'm all for the TV shows. Um, We have ahsoka which is going to be exploring probably like the more mystical side of the force and the more like supernatural things. and that's, that like, takes place after clone wars takes place like yeah around mando so it's going to be like okay decades after clone yeah. wars it's going to be her like rosario dawson adult so it is old ahsoka. it's adult yeah okay, that's okay. um and we know in her first episode of the mandalorian she was in when she like infiltrated that castle and like fought that lady with the spear she's like where is Thrawn or something like that which Thrawn and uh the kid from rebels got sucked off into hyperspace by the purgles those mm-hmm. whales that travel at uh light speed that yep. we saw yep. in mandalorian now because they're definitely teasing those um they disappear together. That character has been cast for the Ahsoka show. Uh, the the kid um, from Rebels is going to be in live action in Ahsoka. So we know that that's going to be a thing. Grand Admiral Thrawn is going to be in there. Um, Hera, I think her name was, the green, um, I forget the race, but with the two worm tails sticking out of her head. Uh, Twi'leks? Yeah, Twi'leks uh, from uh, Rebels. She's yep. going to be in there too. So it's going to be like a 40 years later Rebels situation. Um, so that'll be cool. There'll probably be some, some flashbacks to rebels and clone wars and stuff like that. Um, but that should be cool too. I'm excited for that, that we have, I think it's a show skeleton crew. That's the one. It's like stranger things in space. It's going to be a bunch of kids who are like stuck on an abandoned ship or something like that. It's like a horror, horror, spooky, adventure like Goonies that kind Goonies means alien yeah <laughs> oh my god I want that so bad uh and Jude Law is gonna be in it um so that'll be interesting okay um so I have some interesting stuff coming up but like it's still
1: pretty close to the Skywalker Saga. Well, here's the thing: it's so hard to. It's got to be so hard to design stories, compelling stories, and compelling characters in the Star Wars universe when so much of it is based around the thematic foundations mm. of what the Skywalker Saga has set up. That is both Sith, that is the Emperor, that is the Empire, and that is the Rebellion. Yeah, and it's so hard, I think, to. Create something so organically new and compelling without relying on any of those foundational points to be brought into the story. Yeah. Because it's so hard to tell a story without those things. That's that's a big part of the emotional theme of Star Wars, is Mm -hmm. right? Like there's an oppressive, authoritarian, fascist regime of the empire. Um, there is a spark of hope for a resistance in the rebellion to Mm -hmm. fight back against the oppression. There is the The battle of good versus evil. There's the bureaucratics and policy and politics of the of the global republic and the global world economy, global world, the 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 galactic galactic trade uh, unions and and routes and everything. You know what I mean? So it's hard to be like, here's a story about a character that's not going to be impacted by the empire, that won't be impacted by the rebellion, that won't be impacted by some greater evil. They're impacted by what? Like, I mean, and that was the whole thing with the Force Awakens with Rey. Yeah. Rey's whole story to start off with was just, "Hey, you're just a fucking junker on a nowhere planet, junk planet that nobody cares about," and that's the end of this. That's that's it. Yeah, there's nothing attaching you to the story or foundational points of the Empire other than, "Oh shit, a Tie Fighter just crashed here." Yeah, <laughs> all of a sudden now we have a tie into what's happening. Yeah, exactly. And the story of the Empire is now here. And now because of that, obviously there's more. She's Force sensitive. The Falcon's there as a junk. And yeah, et cetera, et cetera. There's more parts, obviously, for the plot, but and then obviously in the sequels we find out that she's way more attached. Yes, to that. yeah, oh yeah. But the, but again, <laughs> don't forget the pretense of that story that they attempted to first sell was here's a nobody junker on a nowhere dead end planet doing nothing but just just rotting away day to day. Yeah, getting her one quarter portion. <laughs> yeah, and that was this. That was the story, right? And yeah. that's why I think people were so compelled by Ray at first because yes. they went. oh, this is so different, yeah. Because exactly. everything has always had to be so thematic and heroic before, yeah. And now we just have this random junk person, this random mechanic junker, and that's how that's the story we're gonna see through, and that that was it, yeah. Right, the hopes of of being able to be something greater, or bigger, and better than what you are. We can all we can all feel that, yeah. And then all of a sudden, I was like, "Nope, you're actually related to Palpatine. And you're super force. <laughs> you're extremely force sensitive." And that's, that's right. So strong. <laughs> yeah, and all these other stuff. Ah, and I like the Falcon. And then like uh so. But you see what I'm saying? Like I can see why there's probably hesitations as they talk in the rooms of, "Okay, what is your story?" Yeah. Okay, so the Empire is like, okay, no, 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 we can't keep, we can't keep <laughs> like, okay, so we're like 200 years in the future, and there's still remnants of the Empire. So uh, we can't keep doing. Oh, that fits the First Order. It's just like you, you. You, you see yeah. what i'm saying like it's no so yeah hard. that's why i think acolyte excites
0: me because it's during the high republic so like it's basically the 300 year period of time where everything's great it's beforehand yeah <laughs> yeah uh and like palpatine i don't think would have been born yet so and
1: if he was he would be the whatever his senator name when he was um on naboo yeah uh gosh uh Sheev
0: Sheev palpatine
1: oh yes Sheev. yeah yeah Sheev. um but it, like
0: it's a hundred years before Episode One, so he's definitely not alive. He no. was what fifty, forty in Episode One, I something don't know. like that. I don't know. Um, yeah, he's like seventy or eighty in in Episode Six or something like that. But uh, so that excites me. I still, however, the prequels went. I still would be interested to see what happens after Episode Nine. Like, I would I would be pumped to see Ray again. Um, like, what does she do now? She has a yellow lightsaber and she's like come to this new understanding of the force and maybe she's not the last Jedi and is she going to use all those books that she stole in episode 8 to teach a new generation of Jedi and what's the next threat and stuff I think like that.
1: Daisy Ridley doesn't want to come back at it at this point. Too. I don't think so. Either. I think she's having too good of a time exploring the indie yeah, projects that she's been taking exactly. on. I think she's just happy to be like I don't have to worry about money and I can really invest in the artistic adventures and interests yeah. that I have. Yeah. Yeah. I think I know I kind of just said like they gotta stay away from the fucking foundational parts, but they could make easy money of having good shows of just doing something like I saw somebody post this online. A Lando show. Where mm. it's just um Billy, right? Just Billy, right. Um, Billy D. Billy D. Williams. Billy D. Uh, just telling stories in a cantina Ooh. and having <gasps> Donald Glover Ooh. be acting out the glory <laughs> stories of. So, well, you know, that one time when we went ahead and had to rob the huts and then it's just the ep- like episode two it fades. Yeah. It fades. <laughs> and then it's just, you know, Lando and the Falcon or whatever, just, poof, just, and just landing it's so
0: in. over the top because the show that we're watching is viewed exactly as Lando is exaggerating it in the future. Yep. It was like, I shot all 50, 15 of them and 15 yeah, de- 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 shots.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. You have Donald Glover just being a young Lando. Yes. That's an incredible opportunity to just fucking Holy rake it shit. in. You could have... Um, yeah, oh, yeah, dude. You could do... That'd be cool. Yeah, you could do, but then that's, easy that's, shit that's like still that. so
0: close to the Skywalker saga. That's what I'm saying. They could go it Old is. Republic.
1: They could go like this is three thousand years ago or something like that. Um, you know, there's they a could, lot of meat back then. They could, they could also take that time frame and they could actually just focus on non non main characters and just have it be a political show. Have a Star Wars West Wing show. Oh my God! Right? I mean, well, that's
0: and or kind of. That's probably no, no without the two. fucking
1: killing and jailing. <laughs> and yeah, no, 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 I mean, like, well, West the literal Wing, Senate. <laughs> well, West Wing was just like it only if you can't tell by the name, it only took place in the White House. Yeah. So give me a political show of Coruscant and just show me what it was like with some kind of situation that built up into that to be a
0: politician in course not yeah right that would be interesting
1: and just like but make it as high stakes as west wing did yeah with everything you know what i mean like there's different ways you can approach different opportunities i think to really sell it um but yeah yeah i don't know it's interesting there's so much there um,
0: i i really want to see more of the mystical stuff in star wars which is why i'm very excited for ahsoka but like I want to see more like the creation of a lightsaber even though that's not really mystical that's
1: like I mean they did that in uh they did that in uh clone wars, clone wars yeah, yeah with all the kids bit. going into the caper cave and um fighting their fears and I would like to see some Sith stuff like uh Darth Bane I think it was Darth Bane uh creating the rule of 2 um Oh my gosh they could do an entire fucking Sith saga if they wanted to and just yeah. explain the creation showcase these the, the creation of the sith yeah and their rule and what they did i mean i'd like to see the uh the island octu
0: which was where luke was and the the tree that had the ancient jedi texts
1: show me them <laughs>
0: like let's go way back yeah
1: you could do that too um you could do that too
0: yeah there's there's so many things i'd also like to see in the future of star wars like, there's very little in the new canon is like little to nothing after
1: episode nine in fact, there may be literally nothing. After well, I think it's nine. because again they closed the Skywalker saga with that. Yeah, hence why the end was Ray Skywalker. Yeah, and I think that was <laughs> the end. Stupid. That was the end chapter of Skywalker saga, complete. Yeah, Luke and Leia in the sky. Here's Ray walking, walking. Yeah, and then it's done. Book closed. This story has ended. Yeah. First order done. For that, but there could be something happening after the fact, right? You can always extrapolate, but like what else would you with so the thing with those characters is that the story of those characters is always you're fighting, it's a it's a binary fight. It is left versus right, it is good versus evil. Yeah. It is light versus dark. And in that story, The dark has been beaten. Yeah, Palpatine is gone. Snoke is gone. Kylo changed. Uh, Then Kylo passed. Um, The Skywalker's are gone. All the Jedi came to help Rey in that moment and uh, and defeat all the Sith of the dark side. Like that was the big clash, right, of those two sides. I feel like you could you tell more story. You could. Yeah. I I just don't know how compelling it would be because the entire theme and kind of context. Of those stories within the Skywalker saga are those compelling, big, galactic implication storytelling type type methods, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the first three were um, Anakin bring balance to the force. That's actually, it means killing all the Jedi. And then you have uh, the massive war of the Republic and the Empire. About that. What? The bringing
0: balance to the Force, like you were supposed to bring balance to the Force, and like, oh, technically he did, because now there's only two left. Uh, George Lucas disagrees with that. He's like, that's not what I meant at all. Really? (laughs) Yeah, to balance to the Force. Jedi use the balance of the Force. They're not just all light. They, like, believe in the balance of the Force, but Sith is like, nah, power, all darkness, all the time. So they create unbalance to the Force. So wiping out the Sith would bring balance to the Force, is what George Lucas thought. So the fact that... (laughs) all the jedi were dead except for two and then there are only two sith left just coincidence <laughs> just like, oh that's well that's not what i meant actually <laughs> so just coincidence yeah but
1: uh, uh, shut did, up so our, so
0: so our th- fan canon is better than your actual so canon. where
1: did george uh where does george lie with the gray jedi because yeah. technically dooku was a gray jedi was he he was technically a great Jedi before he became on the dark side because he, that's what he began as, rebelling against the Jedi Order because he didn't agree with everything they did. Yeah, exactly. Because he was the master of Qui Gon. Yeah, exactly. There was a- That's why Qui Gon. Well, Qui Gon was more like I need to follow and obey what the Council says. Yeah. But he also did doubt the Council at times. Yeah. Right. He was like-, like that was the whole thing with Anakin. Like he's far too old, Master. Yeah, but he's no. like, nah, I don't care. I no, know no, he's no, the one. Yeah, exactly. No, 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 no. I have a feeling about this. Yeah. Uh, the council whoops. forbids this. Yeah. The council <laughs> forbids this.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, you just reminded me of when I was obsessively breaking down all the episode eight trailers, and I really thought it was going to be about like embracing the gray side of the force. Cause like Mm. Luke saying it's time for the Jedi to end. And like the ancient Jedi texts, you saw them in the trailer. And one of them specifically had the logo on the book of like the gray force users. I was like, Oh my God. Like Luke has learned to like, not just stick with the light, but just use anything that the force
1: lets him use and stuff like that. I I know it's not, I know it's not real anymore. Um, but in the comic books, he goes to the dark side. Interesting. He goes to the clone planet. which is the planet that Emperor Palpatine has all of his clones and they keep dying at an accelerated rate Hmm. and Luke uh, finds it and essentially to infiltrate he goes to the the dark side. Interesting. And then I remember that's when Han and Leia go to save him and they get captured and Luke is telling them like you should have come here. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That was a dark comic book. That was not a fun comic book to read.
0: (laughs) Not a fun comic book. Yeah. (laughs) Um... Yeah, it's interesting. So, long story short, <laughs> Rogue Squadrons canceled. <laughs> Ryan Johnson's trilogy is canceled, I think. And uh Tyka's is still on the hold. table. It's on the table, it's, it's the under table. development. They're looking at it, which is interesting. Cuz like Ryan Johnson made episode 8 pretty pretty divisive. A lot of fans hated it. A lot of critics liked it. Um and but so like you'd think maybe they'd give him a second thought of like, "Mm, do we want to give this guy a trilogy? But then I think the longer after the movie has been out and the trilogy ended, I think more people are giving him a pass because it's like, okay, he actually tried to do something really interesting with star Wars.
1: And I think, I think he's getting the trilogy because they said, what if we gave you the complete control of the story, your own thing from getting to instead of having to like insert your creative, uh, uh, once in the middle of a three different person story. Yeah, exactly. Which was like, I
0: really think when it boils down, that is what went wrong with that trilogy. Yeah. If it was all JJ J. Abrams probably would have been fine if it was JJ J. Abrams and then Ryan Johnson. And then the other guy, Colin Trevorrow, I think yeah. it was supposed to be, um, Probably, maybe, could have been a little bit better because like, Colin would have had to pick up what they did and make his own thing. They should have kept it to just one the whole time. One director. Just one, one director the whole yeah. time. I mean, that was the idea I thought of JJ Abrams is going to
1: direct the first one and then he's going to oversee all three of them. He's going to like
0: <laughs> produce or executive produce.
1: I honestly think they brought JJ Abrams in for Force Awakens just because they went, JJ, you fucking blew everybody away with Star Trek. With Star Trek, <laughs> with how you brought that you kind of took this old franchise and you gave it such new legs and life of what it could look like now do the same thing but star wars yeah he said okay and then he did that yeah and they went holy shit that's great thank you for what you did we're back on the map baby uh take care okay come in come in ryan johnson all right cool what the fuck all right (laughs) jesus christ jesus christ jj jj get back here jj 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 was like, well, well, well I, I thought I was done. I thought I was done. She's like, yeah, no, 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 no. So you got to save us again. You got to bring us back. You got to put us back on the map. Well, it was put us back to on the be map. Be
0: their plan, like, when they announced everything, it was like Disney has acquired the rights to Wars. And then a few months later, it was like there will be episode seven, eight, and nine. And then it was J.J. Abrams is going to be directing episode seven. And then, or maybe it was at the same time, directing episode seven and overseeing the whole thing. And then we found out before episode seven came out that it was going to be J.J. Abrams, Ryan Johnson, Colin Trevorrow, like seven, went, eight, nine, what? Yeah. <laughs> the guy who made Looper, cool. And then the guy who made Godzilla <laughs> for, the, for the ninth one, but okay, cool. Um, and then I think I'm getting Colin Trevorrow confused. I think he did Rogue One. But Colin
1: Trevorrow did, uh, didn't he do like Jurassic World or something? Oh,
0: I think it was the guy who did Jurassic World was supposed to do episode nine. Yeah. Not, uh, I think Colin Trevorrow did Godzilla and he did Rogue One, but whoever did mm. Jurassic World, you're right.
1: They should have, they should have just gotten the fucking person who did Rogue One <laughs> and just said, Hey, Ro- <laughs> hey, you're, you did Rogue One, you're doing all three of these. <laughs> seven, eight, nine, fucking <laughs> crush it, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the checkbook. I do
0: still think looking back, episode seven is so much fun. It was oh, just it is. like, oh, it is Star Wars is back, baby, it's nonstop. It's not, it's action. It's like, it's granted, heart. it was very like generic. It was like, no, oh, there's wasn't. an even bigger Death Star. Oh, it's okay. like, yeah, that part, everybody yeah. said it's basically the exact same story as Episode Four, and it isn't. It's just the same big threat as Episode Four, but the characters are so different. Um,
1: and there was just so much... It was so fun, the, dude. It was so cinematic. It was, yeah, exactly. It was so... The X-Wings like coming way. in over the water. Come on. The fucking Falcon being seen. Oh, the red lightsaber. That piece of junk. The battle of the forest. And they turn, and then yeah. it's, they, were <laughs> Done! It's just, oh my God! <laughs> and then it's flying, in <laughs> the music. Oh. And then, oh my God, that when Han and Leia see each other for the first time. Yep. Oh, dude.
0: So good. Dude. Then, ha- spoilers, Han's death. Oh um, my gosh. And then, like... like kylo oh my god the acting chops that that he brought but and then episode 8 just was like hey what if we threw out (laughs) all of star wars and just took a big dookie all over star wars which is kind of like okay we've probably earned that at this point
1: it makes sense well we've talked about this enough times i'm fine with i'm actually okay i'm actually i think it was good as far as the style and everything about that the only thing i had a problem with was the change they did to luke skywalker's character that's the yeah. only thing that bothered me everything else i think was 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 not bad i think the change to luke's
0: character was the worst thing about it i think it was the, think the most was offensive
1: far. thing to it
0: yeah <laughs> yeah he's like okay yeah do what you want like poopoo all over star wars but don't have luke do it <laughs> Because Luke is Star Wars.
1: Yeah, it's like if I had to put it in comparison, I feel like it's if you had, um, it's like if you had Indiana Jones mm-hmm. suddenly just completely like just sell out his friends to the to the crime boss. Yeah, stealing stuff from a museum. Nothing belongs in a museum anymore. <laughs> yeah, like, you know what? what? Yeah, it's just wait, wait, whoa, whoa, what? That that's, that's that's literally against what you've shown us for the past four movies. Yeah. What, are you, what are you talking about? And that that's the one thing that's just yeah. Yeah. There's that, uh, I think, uh, the fact that most of the plots ultimately led nowhere. Like, nothing was accomplished at the end of that movie. I don't understand the casino scene still. Yeah. Like, the importance of that and how it just failed. So, the whole movie was everything failed. Every plot failed. Oh, that because, was the point.
0: Yeah, I think so. Because they go to the casino. but <laughs> So, they're escaping the First Order. They do hyperspace. The First Order tracks them through hyperspace. They have hyperspace tracking. They're running out of fuel. They have really bad communication between Holdo and Poe, which is another thing that I hate about the movie, that Holdo just didn't tell Poe what the plan was, because everything would have been fine if that were the case. Uh, Finn and Rose escape to go to Canterblight to get a code breaker. Um, they see the codebreaker, but then they get arrested. So they team up with Benicio de Toro, who happens to be another codebreaker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm a, I mean, a codebreaker. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: code but breaker? this is like really hard. No, I'm, I'm perfectly capable of yeah. that too, actually. Yeah. Uh, and I'm the only other person in this prison. And they happen to put us <laughs> in these two cells in this one cell. Uh, and then the, he, he gets them into the thing, but sells them out. So that doesn't work. Ray tries to go turn Kylo, but that doesn't work. They get in a big fight. Um, Snoke dies randomly in the second movie. Failure. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then a bunch of the resistance ships die. They land on that shitty red, snowy, salty planet. Um, uh, Luke kills himself, tries to train train Ray. Doesn't really do a good job. <laughs> tries to burn all the Jedi books, but Ray steals them. Uh, the, the the code breaker thing like literally ne- leads nowhere all the time in the movie that we spent on that leads nowhere and then uh the resistance just
1: kind of gets away there's like 20 of them left and <laughs> that that's it that's how the movie ends um i can see in the spirit of empire strikes back you need to show the heroes losing at their worst yeah exactly i get that just at the end of empire strikes back they're not in a good shape no they're in very bad shape yeah um and all they have at the end are each other. Yeah, that exactly. scene of them on the med bay, yeah, the med bay, kind of just looking like, out at the stars. Yeah, like helping Luke get to the window just to get a view. Yeah. Um, that's and it's without Han. Yeah. So you don't see Han there because Han's captured. Yep. Right. So he, that's the scene, and that's what it ends with with the pan out. And it's like this handful of ships is all that's left of the rebellion right now together. Yeah. I get that as being the goal, but it's just it just wasn't executed like to your point it just got so like what is happening yeah yeah yeah. you know just what is going oh we needed the expert code breaker oh but there's another code breaker they're everywhere here on this place yep just what yeah i understand i i get the message of hey th- these people profiteer off of war oh yeah american industrial war machine yeah cool all the military contracting and yeah yeah i get that that's very obvious so i had a message but,
0: like, that's not what we wanted from a Star Wars. We wanted, like, an adventure story. Good versus I'm evil. I'm okay
1: with the message. I'm okay with the message. I am, too. I'm just, like... So lost at to your point of just and then that failed and then that failed and then that failed was was somebody just just oh and then that this is gonna happen but it's not gonna happen oh I got gotcha. you and then but then this story that's happening so they can do that oh guess what that's not gonna work either huh yeah. what do you think about now <laughs> huh buddy and then I got another one going huh and then they're gonna try to do this but then they're running out of fuel so what's gonna happen oh well hey they they don't get the fuel huh? yeah it you know, is it's
0: just it is the least fun out of the sequel trilogy to rewatch because I know that. All the things I'm watching are pointless and nowhere, like the whole Finn and Rose meeting each other and escaping and getting to the planet and seeing the code breaker, but then getting locked up and teaming up with Benicio and taking those big rat dogs out on a big parade and running them through town and then getting on the ship and then sneaking onto the, the first order ship and sneaking around and stealing the clothes and blending in and going to the thing. And then nothing happens and then they get i i don't even know how they leave i think they just get on a ship like a tie fighter or something like
1: that uh it's when um
0: captain phasma no the the whole thing is on fire
1: yeah the Holdo maneuver occurred and then in that in that fucking chaos as the ship was getting ripped apart they 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 leave on a tie fighter or something yeah they fought their way out and they escaped they gotta they gotta get obviously finn was like i don't know how to fly this (laughs) so they jumped into something and yeah yeah um
0: so yeah that it's it's tough to watch but Episode nine, (laughs) as dumb as it is, was pretty fun. That was a very entertaining ride in the theater.
1: I think episode nine was pretty fucking solid. Mm -hmm. I think episode eight was just... Here's the thing. I can see wanting to not copy the trope of... The trope. The the rhythms of Empire Strikes Back. Sure. You don't want somebody to end up captured. And that's how the movie ends. And then they have to rescue them in the beginning of nine. Oh, look at that. That's a like oh yeah i've never seen this one happen before yeah uh so i feel like it's hard yeah it's hard i'm trying to be kind that's not an easy task right (laughs) yeah it's not an easy task so i don't i'm not saying i would have done it better right i'm not sure i'm just saying what i did see is just confusing as fuck yeah exactly
0: (laughs) and then uh to put a pin in it because we are a little over time um they I, we've talked about this so many times but they gave it back to JJ Abrams who is very clearly personally insulted with what Ryan Johnson did to the trilogy did he say that in any way or no no but i think it was so clear with the movie like the movie was like thrown shade at episode 8 like how there was so episode 7 it ended on this big ray handing Luke, the lightsaber, like this really momentous, important gesture. And it starts, well, it doesn't start, but that scene starts with uh, Luke tossing it over his shoulder. Ryan saying, it actually doesn't matter doesn't mean shit luke doesn't care about lightsabers has no emotional connection to that thing at all which is ridiculous and jj abrams also thought it was ridiculous and when ray tries to throw it into the fire he catches it as a force ghost he's like a jedi's weapon is very important you can't do that that's jj J. abrams speaking to ryan johnson through through mark hamill True. And there's there's so many other things that J.J. Abrams just said. No, actually, that is really important. Like uh, Ray being no one, Kylo saying like you're nothing, you're no one. Your parents were Junkers and they died in Popper's grave. You're no one, but you're not that to me. Like you're special. You you are no one, but that's what makes you amazing, and you're amazing despite that. And then J.J. Abrams is like actually she's a Palpatine. <laughs> it's like that is not at all what Ryan Johnson intended. Like Ryan w- wanted that to be the answer. She is no one but amazing things can still come from no one. And JJ is saying like, now nope, you have to have an f- important lineage to be someone important, which I personally do prefer Ryan's version. Like yeah. she just happens to be another crazy force sensitive person. Like she was yeah. born on a junker planet from two junker people and she's crazy powerful. That's cool as hell. Uh, that's also more inspiring to kids, right? Like you could be no one on paper, but still have
1: an imp- yeah, no, amazing I agree important with that. role. I agree with that. Uh, But nope, (laughs) she's only powerful because she's a Palpatine. (laughs) That's a good point about the the lightsaber thing. I never thought about that until you said it. And it makes me realize the last time we see Luke in a movie, he's, he's saving his father's life. Or technically, his father is killing himself to save his life. Yeah. After fighting his father and almost killing his father with his lightsaber. Yeah. And we're supposed to think there's no emotional connection. To <laughs> he tosses it over his shoulder. Is this isn't this. Yeah. What is this piece of shit? Yeah. That is a weird. I
0: could it's see weird. Being, it's literally. I could episode see being, seven, it's so important. Episode eight, doesn't
1: give a shit about it. Episode nine, it's so important. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. I feel like in episode eight, he could have just not touched it. He's yeah. just been dismissive instead could have of just walked past it. Instead of. The other thing, too, was this weird trying to make Luke a snobby funny guy yeah just this off-putting grumpy old man type of character making fun of her and stuff like that yeah just yeah um like brushing his shoulder yeah (laughs) like it's a 90s action flick
0: (laughs) during the duel with kylo yeah anyway drinking straight out of the titty (laughs) that of that weird
1: that's slug. fine you could sell being a hermit let's not forget how yoda was true
0: yeah he was gross
1: yoda was <laughs> he, hilarious he was too, a gross old man, but yoda was funny
0: yeah that was good subver- subversion of expectations yes. like this weird goofy old hermit and he's like god this guy's such a troublemaker when are you gonna Take me to Master Yoda, and then he just gets super zen, and he's talking to Obi Wan. He's like, "He is not ready." Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, "Holy shit, shit. this yeah. is him!" Not like oh, it's Luke Skywalker.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're you ain't shit, kid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> G- exactly. Him that green titty milk. <laughs> yeah, I loved Yoda in <laughs> uh, Empire Strikes Back when he when he's with R two. And Archie grabs his stick or tries to grab and he's beating, like mine mine. <laughs> he's just like whacking. Unhinged. And R2's like Archie's beeping like <laughs> Like... mine, mine, mine. <laughs> so good. So good. But yeah, you're right. It was it was it was more subversion of what Yoda was doing. Yeah. Yoda didn't full out lose his way of the Jedi. Yeah. He didn't lose his te- his touch with the force. He didn't granted, I understand. Well, Yoda technically was leading the council in terms of there's no Sith. Yeah. Holy shit! What just happened with this six, <laughs> Order sixty <laughs> six? Yeah, I mean, a lot of the failure of Episode three is kind of on Yoda. On Yoda. Yeah. But Yoda didn't go off. The, I guess. I guess that was the whole point. Ryan Johnson wanted Luke to be the complete failure. Yeah. Right. Of just he was going to kill his nephew. Yeah, in cold uh, blood at night because he had a bad feeling. Luke, who saw the good in Darth Vader, Vader.
0: (laughs) (laughs) was going to murder his nephew Nephew. in his sleep
1: because he saw he had some nightmares. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's that's the most egregious
1: thing about the Luke that was the Luke that openly wanted to that was willing to die for his friends. Yeah, Bespin. Yeah, kill Luke. Kill his nephew. Yeah. Oh, my nephew got spooky. Yeah. No, I'm I kidding. I changed my mind. Kidding, kidding, kidding. <laughs> it was just a brief second. Zoop, that's all. I just, I didn't mean it's it. It's cool. I'll see you in the morning. Yeah, see We're going to have a great time. Yeah. See you at <laughs> breakfast. 8 a.m. Chow, And hey, then yeah. uh, we, don't forget, we got meditation at 9. To
0: put a pin in it, though, I still think Ryan Johnson, given his own thing, could make absolutely amazing things with it. Yes. Because since episode eight, he has made Knives Out and Glass Onion, which are like two of my all-time favorite movies. They are so fucking good. And he's so good. Everything before episode eight and even... Episode eight in a vacuum is very good. It's it's a very cool movie, and um, has a lot of really cool moments in it. It still has my favorite lightsaber fight of all time, Kylo and Rey against all the the Snoke's guards in the throne room. Ah, oh. so incredible! That is some really good action fight scenes, and like the build up to that moment is so amazing to watch. Um, Snoke is amazing. There's there's so many cool parts about it, but uh, it just it was like. Ryan fighting, being the middle child of two JJ Abrams movies and also having to fit in with like whatever Kathleen Kennedy was saying and like star Wars and having to make it fit the mold and stuff like that. But if he makes his own thing, that's a thousand years in the past or a thousand years in the future. And he gets to do his own trilogy with none of the same characters and Disney's really like, as long as you can make us sell toys, like do that, that is our only thing. And you have all three movies. Hell yeah, Yeah. sign me up. But they canceled it, (laughs) so we'll never see it. Yeah. But we still do have The Mandalorian and all those shows we talked about. We do um and we'll talk about more of them next week uh if you if you like this episode please give us a like a rate on itunes or whatever podcast medium you like we have seen a couple come in so thank you very much for that yay Uh, but we could definitely still use more yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) uh so please it's like it takes like two seconds just go give us a rating please and uh share this episode with a friend trying to grow a little bit and uh we'll see you next week Woo! bye bye bye
1: whopper Ah, so you didn't tell me yes or no
0: um oh gosh i mean they're they're different do you prefer uh a rotisserie chicken or a steak
1: like that is not the same comparison you just compared a whopper in a big mac to a rotisserie chicken and a steak they're uh, they're different things do you prefer apples
0: or oranges ah they're different how they're that different (laughs) Flavor wise, they're that different. Big Mac has three pieces of bread, two patties, two pieces of cheese, lettuce, and the Big Mac sauce. Yes. Whopper has two pieces of bread, big ass patty, tomatoes, onions, pickles, lettuce, no sauce, ketchup, and mustard, I believe, maybe mayo. Very different. They're very different. Whopper is like the deluxe burger, it's just your classic burger with all the normal burger things. And then a Big Mac is like that. It's a very unique sandwich. That's not classic at all. It's like a very specific. It's just lettuce, cheese. Oh, pickles. Is pickles on a Big I Mac. I think there's pickles. And then the I haven't had a Big ones. Mac in years. Yeah, they're very different. Yeah. I think I think I prefer a Whopper. Really? Yeah. This is very long. That's fine. <laughs> mic test. That's fine. We should do most of the episode now in the mic test, <laughs> and then <laughs> <Make> <laughs> like a three-minute, thirty-second episode. Second episode. <laughs> So anyway, did you like The
1: Mandalorian? Yeah, me too. All right. (laughs) Bye, bye, everybody. Bye. (laughs)